Welcome, welcome everyone. My name is Sean and today I have to give you guys an unfortunate update out of Portland, which is of course the official announcement that the Nike Community Store that has been there since 1984 has officially closed. We recently covered how they shuttered their doors in October. However, they did seem like they would reopen at some point or at least there was talk of it, but it turns out it's not the case and this store is being completely overwhelmed by by thieves and that has just made this a non-viable option and one of the reasons why this is so tragic for this area of Portland is because this store was actually invited in by civil rights leaders it's one of the first factory stores in the entire country and they actually donated money to the surrounding areas from a portion of the profits to show how integrated they were specifically with the black community in that area it's an absolutely tragic story we're going to talk about it, but before I get into that, I just want to say thank you to everybody who signed up on actualjusticewarrior.com slash join. Give me the money. Give You give me the money, okay? And thank you to the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. Over the past four months, several businesses have closed their doors because of crime and security concerns, including a Cracker Barrel, Stanford's, and a couple Starbucks locations. The Nike store is especially noteworthy because of its history. The credit goes to the black community. Ron Herndon, along with the Black United Front, approached Nike 38 years ago and urged the company to build its first ever factory store on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, then called Union Avenue, an area once plagued by crime and violence. So if you'll remember, because I used this clip in my last video, this particular Nike store was something that was advocated for by the black community. It currently sits on MLK Boulevard, but in reality, back in the day, it was not named MLK Boulevard. Essentially, this whole area was developed around this Nike store, which, by the way, put down roots in this area in 1984, which in terms of overall violent crime was significantly worse than what we're seeing today. However, the problem that we're seeing today is no consequences for retail theft. And at least back in the day, even though this was a hotbed of criminality, people had some level of respect for a store committing to them in order to not rob it for years. Many credit development that began to occur on uh, MLK to Nike's commitment. When the Nike Portland factory store opened in 1984, it pledged to donate a portion of the store's profits to community-based nonprofits. Those who shop here and buy here spend money here, we'll have a part of that profit returned back to the community. Since then, the Nike stores donated more than a million dollars to the North and Northeast Portland community. And of course, it was a huge success. People in the community weren't robbing it like crazy. They loved having the Nike store there. They were donating to the surrounding area. And then eventually, it got so popular that they ended up relocating from their original location to a larger location. In 2000, it moved to a new building after outgrowing the Nike store's original location. Because the community came together with a company and it all seemed to work out. However, this unfortunately is no longer the case, and this iconic store, which is representative of what you can do when you bring the community together and everybody aligns with a set organization for a common goal, has just fallen apart. It's not just me. So many people in the community are proud of But the ongoing issues with theft has raised concerns about the store's future. What's occurring with Nike is very symptomatic of what's happening with people and organizations and businesses all over Portland. 
Herndon believes a lack of police resources and prosecution has allowed criminals to tear at the fabric of this community. Criminals don't care. <laughs> criminals do not care about history. You know, it's so funny how the media presents certain groups of people versus when you actually talk to them, what they end up believing. And this guy is a perfect example of this. He is somebody deeply invested in the black community. He's one of the original people that convinced Nike to open up this location and got them to donate a portion of the profits, which, by the way, over the past 20 years has been in the millions of dollars to community organizations so that they would be fully integrated. And this person supposedly is going to be on the side of the criminals because we're told that in order to be pro-black in the United States of America in current year, you have to be pro-criminal, says that the problem that they're facing unsurprisingly is that the police can't prosecute these people they can't arrest them they don't have enough resources he's calling out defund the police not by name but by his words and i really appreciate this guy for doing so he's really stepping it up and telling you what the exact problem is and again this was months ago and unfortunately it's fallen on deaf ears because the breaking news from the past two days is that this nike store which has been closed since october will never reopen again in a statement nike suggested it's committed to the community in north and northeast portland and is considering future locations but in the meantime it will permanently close the nike store on northeast mlk boulevard several community leaders tell me they are deeply disappointed the nike community store has really been a fixture in Northeast Portland since 1984. It was Nike's first ever factory store. Now look, a lot of people will say, oh, Nike's a woke company, they deserve this, they should have never opened there in the first place. But in reality, this store was perfectly fine for 40 years. For 40 years, this was a profitable location, it was integrated in the community, and it's an absolute tragedy, although a deserved tragedy by the people of Portland to see it closed because of the theft that they just can't get under control. And if you guys want to see some of the footage of these thefts, I'm going to play it for you, because it's not minor amounts of stuff, it's completely over the top, all because the criminals know that there's just no consequences for actually looting the store on a consistent basis. But ongoing issues with theft created serious problems at the Nike community store. As we documented last year, thieves often ripped off armloads of Nike shoes and clothing with no fear of being arrested. We saw it firsthand. Security guards contracted by Nike admit they're forbidden from physically stopping shoplifters. The store quietly closed a year ago. I mean, just look at how absurd this is. This woman walks out with a stack of shoes. These people are walking out with piles of clothes on them. And security guards in Portland are completely disempowered from stopping these criminals. I mean, what did you think was going to happen when this happened consistently day after day after day in a business that wants to be a part of the community, that wants to donate to the community, that wants to engage with the community, but just can't? Because you're allowing theft to run wild. Obviously, if you wanted to save this store, you had to start prosecuting retail thieves seriously. Nike even gave a warning or an ask to the mayor asking for them to allow off-duty police officers to work the Nike store so that they could cover this because police officers have arrest power. And guess what? The mayor said no. He said, nah, we're, we're not that concerned about it. You guys just deal with it. We're too busy trying to let as many drug addicts and as many freaking thieves or whatever off as easily as possible. I'm sure it will be perfectly fine. And Nike has really been silent about its future until today. Nike tried working with City Hall and requested off-duty Portland police officers provide security at the community store, 
But the mayor said no. And by the way, of course, this isn't the only store that is closed in Portland. We've done report after report of all these different businesses that are closing due to similar circumstances. But the fact that this store is specifically there because it was asked to be put there by leaders within the black community, that this store was specifically dedicated to donating some of their money back into the community that they serve. And that same community now, 40 years later, is so much more criminal or in terms of theft anyway, so much more criminal that they just can't help but loot it over and over and over again really goes to show you where things have gone in terms of law enforcement in this country. Crime was way worse overall in the 1980s. Violent crime for sure, but at least we had law enforcement and at least we knew back then that you needed to enforce laws against retail thieves, otherwise it would get completely out of control. These left-wing cities have completely lost their minds. They have no basis or connection to reality. They think everything's fine and it's all because left-wing commentators and the overall left-wing ecosystem is saying, oh, it's just a corporation, it's just a business, it's no big deal they can afford it they can put up with it look at their profits they can totally deal with it well guess what this store can't deal with it anymore and if you wanted to look at their profits they used to be donating a portion of that to those community organizations because they actually wanted to help people that were in need in the surrounding area but you guys have decided in the left-wing media in these major left-wing cities that these people who are destroying the society who are destroying the civilization who are destroying people's jobs who work at these stores who are destroying other people's secondary benefits from places like this they all don't matter the real victim is the Aladdins that are stealing those sneakers because they want to feed them to their starving children. There's a hilarious clip of Jenk's nephew. I'm going to see if I could try to find it saying that what you don't see from these looters is that they're actually redistributing all this stuff to the black community, which is patently absurd and ridiculous. The reason they're stealing this stuff is because they could sell it. The reason they're doing that is not because they're desperate or anything like that. It's because there's no consequences and it's a quick way to earn a quick buck. But guess what? Nothing lasts forever. You're not going to be able to do this in perpetuity. Eventually, things are going to catch up with you. And unfortunately, it's not the criminals that are suffering because of this. It's all of the residents of Portland who have to deal with blight, all these different stores shutting down, which is going to attract more criminality. And all the people who used to work at stores like this Nike store and the organizations that used to benefit from donations, from the profits of this store that are going to be suffering. Real people who are working low-wage jobs, those are the ones who are in need, those are the ones who are suffering, all because people want to pretend that these criminals are the saviors of our society. We can't prosecute them because they're the most desperatest and the most in need. That's why they needed 65 boxes of sneakers on the fly so that they could throw them up on eBay or sell them on street corners. Look, it didn't have to be this way. It was not preordained that these cities would be going down a death spiral because all you have to do is enforce these basic laws that have such serious downstream consequences and you would have been perfectly fine. Portland could have been the progressive mecca where people spend $18 on frozen yogurt with some granola and M&Ms on it and it would have been totally fine as long as they enforced the laws against people who are looting these stores. But instead, you decided that these people were the victims and when you start saying the criminals are the victims, the law-abiding citizens who are actually being victimized by them and all the people who 
who will be victimized by the reverberating consequences of you ignoring the criminal, those people will suffer, and that's what's happening in Portland. This great move to save the black community ended up killing it and ended up destroying something that had been an institution in Portland's black community for nearly 40 years. This is signed, sealed, and delivered by the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, and you should remember it when unemployment goes up in these cities. You should remember it when you're asking yourself, why did so many good people who work hard leave these cities? Why did the businesses close? Why is the tax base decimated? Why are these people trapped in poverty? Don't blame redlining, because all the consequences of redlining that you try to highlight are actually more true of when you allow crime to run rampant than of that program that ended 80 years ago. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you liked the video, show them by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on my social media. Support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about the madness in Portland. Till next time.